Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Elijah Taylor Podcast. We out here about to make things real, about to have a great episode. Shout out to everybody that's been subscribing, that's been listening, that's been keeping in contact with me on social media. We got Aaliyah Ray, or do I call you Ray Millie? Yeah, just keep it Ray at Millie. Ray Millie. Ray Millie. You know? Ray Millie in the spot. Keep it at the social media. This is episode 11 I'm up to right now. I believe it's episode 11. Finally out that 10. I feel like it, dropping an episode one a, once a month, it takes a while to like get up there, but we're going to have quality. It takes commitment. It takes commitment. I've been trying to stay consistent with at least, with the at least once an episode a month thing. Maybe in the summer I'll drop like maybe two. We'll see. I, I'm, I gotta stay relevant. I don't want to fall off like <laughs> some of these other podcasts. Uh, how was your week? It's been really busy. busy. I'm actually. Oh well, we could talk about a little bit about the, the unemployment. Work. Let's talk about the work life. Yeah. After the infl- fun employment, it starts the work life, and it's like. How's the work? Work sucks. No, I like you it. You like it? I like it, but it's just like. I'm learning a whole new language, so oh, it's wow. like a lot to. Yeah, and I'm a caseworker, Ooh. and I'm a caseworker in New York too. So do you so have to speak Spanish? No. Uh, what languages? Oh, it's just like a language terms of work. Oh, work yeah. language. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to learn the different terminology. Okay, 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 like okay. That. Yeah, that's with any job. It's tough. You that also have to deal with humans, like oh, yeah. parents. We well, yeah, when I was working <laughs> at teachers' retirement system, I hated working with teachers. Like teachers are the worst people in the world. I'll tell you that right now. So I've been so like incompetent and just insensitive it's terrible have you seen like a really overprotective like new york parent oh yeah that, absolutely that's I can serious yeah, it's terrible and i deal with that every day oh so. god <laughs> nah it's terrible but it's fine it's <laughs> a little crazy but it's fine uh what did you do last weekend or we, we were at uh you pulled up to john's birthday party exactly i showed love you okay and let me just say something mm-hmm. open bar means Free liquor. Open. Uh, you know what? Bar. I agree. You okay. know what? <laughs> I think we should change the term of open bar. Like, an open bar should be, you should say, like, free open bar, or it should be, like, unlimited two hour ban or something. Like, it needs to be more described. Wait, descriptive. I thought open bar always meant free. free. Not always. Like, so, if you pull up to the wedding, so if you go to a wedding, well, I, I think bar. I think if you if you use it in that sake, so look at it from from a wedding perspective, you're not gonna pay to go to a wedding. Anybody that charges you to go to the wedding's a dickhead. But uh, <laughs> but sometimes they do charge you to be at the bar. Well, that's if it's a cash bar. If it's a cash bar, if it's a cash bar, yeah. So usually you have two options: a cash bar, where if a cash bar basically they just you pay for each drink. So the the people who are hosting the wedding, I mean the the company that caters a wedding or whatever. They pocket whatever profits they make. But if it's an open bar, you kind of just pay like a flat rate. So they'll be like, all right, you that pay like $5,000. All your guests could drink as much as they want for this amount of time. Because they kind of factor in like, all right, this is how much money would be spent. So it's almost like a flat rate versus pay as you go. But, but uh, I liked hanging out with you guys. It was real. Honestly, I saw a lot of people I ain't seen in a long right. time. Right. I was saying that I was saying after that night, I was like, yo, honestly, I need to have like a not a college reunion, but like a fake day where everybody link up type shit. It could be like even either like a cookout type shit or like a we go out for drinks type shit. I, I could say go either or drink. or maybe even a combination of both. But I was like, uh, definitely I'd be some or shit where you see how people are doing. A summer event, like yeah. say Palooza something like something. that. You just got to reach out to people because if you don't reach out to people, you kind of forget like how long you haven't seen them and whatnot. It was a good time. The only thing I ain't like that night, I got dumb. First of all, when you drink, guys, don't mix different alcohols. 
Don't it's do not that. good. Like, oh my god, I got so drunk and I was so bad. Cause wait, wait, what did you start with? Was it was it light? Yo, I started with a beer. My man's mm-hmm. came through and bought me a beer, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna chill. I didn't even buy the open bar, the unlimited drink beer, and cause I was like seventy dollars for two hours. That doesn't sound like a good deal. But and then I also looked at the way the bartenders were mixing the drinks. It was too much alcohol, and then like people were buying me shots. I probably had everything, and then like I felt good at first, but then when I got in that Uber, I knew like I wasn't gonna make it. And then I passed out in the Uber. I wake up, and and as soon as I open the car door, I yak all over these shoes. Like these shoes I'm wearing, or not these shoes, (laughs) the shoes in my bag right now. I literally yaked all over them. I had to go to a shoe a shoe shop, and they had to clean it up for me today. Actually, was it it a blackout type night for you? I mean, like I remember everything. Like I I ended up, it was bad because when I got out the car, I don't remember where we was going. We was going to a diner, but I didn't know where the diner was. I didn't summon the Uber. So when I get out the Uber, I'm like, where am I? I'm like, am I in Brooklyn? Like, yeah, you're in Brooklyn. So I had to walk into a bar. And, you know, if you walk into a bar in Brooklyn or New York, half these motherfuckers aren't even from New York. So they, you're like, where's the nearest train? Some girl goes, oh, I think maybe like the, um, she already said like the F. I'm like, the F? That doesn't make no sense. I'm like, there's a bridge over there. And I'm like, this I can't be the F. I'm like, if that's the F, then we really all fucked I'm up. I'm not that drunk. So then I kept walking up, and then I saw like the Williamsburg Bridge, and I'm like, oh, my God. So maybe like 30 minutes later, I got to the train. I go up the train steps. The train comes. I'm like, oh, it's lit. They, they say, yo, this is the last stop. I said, why? There's a shuttle bus downstairs. I said, oh, my God. When I say I got on that shuttle bus, I found a seat, and I, I went in the corner and curled up. I don't even remember the whole ride. I just woke up, and I was like, oh, shit. This is my, this is my neighborhood. Like, it, looks, it was dark outside, but I'm like, yo, this is definitely my hood. And, like, I had to stop the bus driver. Like, yo, let me off, please. I got off the bus. I yacked again. got home. And, and you I know died. what? That's, that's really a part of the, being an adult. Yo. Learning how to get home on when you when you by yourself when you turn and you turn. I was just like, but you know, else you gotta learn. You gotta learn. You can't drink how you did in college or when you, you was younger. Can't. You gotta like that. That's when like age really humbled me, and I'm like, <laughs> I ain't I ain't that man anymore. I'm not that man no more. But man, that's not me. It's tough. But yo, I, I bounced back the next day and went out the bottle service for my girl's birthday. Drank like a champion. I drank OD, but I was good. I was good. I, I didn't mix my shit. I felt good. For Did some reason, having Ciroc, yeah, I ate before, and having Ciroc and Chaser, you could control, like, you know what I mean? It was just, I ain't feel like I drank too much alcohol. I felt like it was good, and I felt nice. Like, I had a, everybody had a great time. I had a great time. Every, yeah, everybody listening, my birthday, July 18th, well, it won't be on July 18th. The week of July 18th, I'm getting bottle service, because it was a great experience. <laughs> just as it. Like, it's a, it's a nice experience. I, I suggest everybody do that once in their life. But let me stop blabbering. Let's get to the real nitty-gritty the real shit this episode we're gonna talk about the dating scene 2018 mm. so you're not really like mm. uh you're not actually from new york you're from originally from well i should have introduced you better let's do that now actually i'm such a bad host um you're from richmond wait 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 I was born in New York. Oh, really? Actually, I didn't know that. What part? And I went to school here a couple of times. Harlem. Oh, you was, oh, you was, so you're exactly. OG Harlem, like before Jim OG Jones. OG Harlem, Harlem child, you feel okay, me? Okay, I'm okay, okay. But, okay. you know, Richmond raised me, so. So you, you got I out early. I would say, yeah, okay. I'm from Richmond. All right, and you came back. Now you're back in the city. So what's it like? Because obviously you ain't lived like your prime years in uh, New York. So like, what's it like living in New York, trying to adjust to the hustle mm, and bustle? Well, I never really liked staying in Virginia. Like, 
always felt like it was kind of stagnant for the mm-hmm. most part. So it's I was quiet. always up here, like even from a kid, like I always felt like just being be here, here over summer, it was just, just makes being it. here for school. It was just like, no, this is where I have to be. Be long term. I respect so it. I can adjust, but I definitely appreciate like growing up in high school in Richmond. And yeah, you get small. that real experience. You get a real, real experience. school you experience. You get real education. Yeah. You don't have to do lotteries. Yeah. You know? uh, high school in New York your is Your mom trash. can pick you up and really talk to your teacher. Your school's you not know? like stuck in like 10 different schools and you share a building with like 10 other kids. Uh, right? 10 other schools, yeah. I only graduated with like 200 people because I went to like a alternative um, good. college prep school. So okay. I only graduated with 200 people in my class so everybody knew you and you got that nurturing and oh, that attention everybody know everybody. from teachers. But mm. at the same time, you hate that because now you like everybody know you. Saint, I gotta see the same. That's kind of how most schools in New York end up being, though, because of even though you share a building with like a thousand other motherfuckers that you don't know. Gotta stop right. cursing. <laughs> we went to LIU and it's like it's so crazy. I'll be in the Bronx somewhere and I'll sit. I'll see people I went to school with, and I'm like, yeah, wow. New York is just congested, <laughs> right? So it's like. Not a lot of space, but a lot of people. But you're going to see the same people because you got to go through the you same shit every day. Especially if you party. Yeah, 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 yeah. You absolutely. Absolutely. Same, especially if you party in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. You, uh, Stacy, and yo, it'd be you everywhere. You see the same people in the same party. You see, it's time. such a small world in New York. One time, and I hate to go off subject on a tangent, I was at this barbecue joint on uh, Fulton with my, with my girl. The waiter was some kid I fought in elementary school, yo. And the funny shit is I ain't even remember him. He remember me. He's like, yo, you Elijah? I said, right. yeah, what's good? He's like, yo, remember me? I'm Gabriel, Gabriel Charles. I was like, oh, shit. Then we fight in, like, elementary, in eighth grade, and you got kicked out of school. And in my head, I'm like, Why damn. Why you bringing up old stuff? Yeah, in my head, I'm like, damn, this is crazy. <laughs> like, small world. But it was mad cool. It just showed you how everybody grew up and whatnot. But it's a small world, small world. It is. But now, nah, how's it been since? So you 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 graduated and then you went home to Virginia. Then you came I back. I went for three months and, and then I just back. came back. I was like, nah, I gotta come. You gotta back. get back into the mi- the action. I gotta right? get in the mix, and now I'm like, ooh, it, it's real. It's real in the mix. But I love New York though, so it get real though. So how <laughs> is it for a female, black female out here trying to find men out here in generally, like after college? Cause I thought I always said like. College is easy to talk to girls because it's just like convenient. It's convenient. You be in a locker room. I'm not. It's not the locker room. If a girl's in the locker room, it's a problem. <laughs> uh, you be uh, <laughs> you be in the elevator with a shorty. You know, you could say some crummy ass jokes. She'll notice it. You could be in class with in a girl. Group projects. You in a calf. You you at homecoming concerts. You at you at whatever event. There's clubs. There's so many reasons for you to talk to people and meet new girls and guys. Right. But the and minute you graduate <laughs> from college, you like shit. Even friendship is a choice in oh, adulthood. Yeah. Oh no, it's hard. You really have to. You got to go out your way. What the friendship is, and it's like, what do you want it to be? Are you are you okay with just hitting it's up hard. your friend and just saying? What's up? I hope you good, my my nigga. Yeah, it's hard. Stay up. It's really. I just feel like it's hard. Like meeting people. Like 
I remember the girl I dated in college. I was like, damn, yo. I was like, hey, let me keep her because I'm like, yo, I ain't gonna find no, I ain't gonna I find no bitches. Out, I ain't gonna say bitches. I ain't gonna find no girls after college. Like it's about to be slow. So I'm like, right, I got a good one. I right, I deal with the annoying shit you do just because it, it may not get much so better. So you was putting up with. I'm putting up with stuff. Yeah, I was settling exactly. Cause I was like, damn, like what am I about to do? I'm not gonna bag shorties at work. That's conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what else am I gonna be doing after Where college? I'm gonna, gonna be running. Be? Yeah, I'm not gonna want to talk to runner girls like what? you know what i mean it's just a limited field i'm like it, this is as good as it's gonna get in my head but then i grew up and learned that that's not really the case what do you what, so what's it I been mean, like for you it's well, like is it tough in new york like you'll meet people but it's like you can, are you gonna meet the right people all, though? exactly that's what i want to say wait can we can curse right you can is curse it? on this I'm, okay so this is a this podcast is you i gotta explicit so on so many people but you meet a lot of fuck boys and it's OD. like and i'm not even saying like just fuck boys like in relationships you meet fuck boys as friends as well yeah. like you meet fuck boys and in, in your co-workers so i mean it it is a long hard road sometimes you and the key to it, the key to stay stress-free, honestly, what I've learned over time is just, like, dub shit quick. Dub shit quick. <laughs> <laughs> dub shit quick. As soon as you feel like shit, going shit doesn't align with your you energy want. and, like, what you know you really feel down, deep down in your heart, you got to dub it. Because as soon as, as soon as you don't dub it. It goes toxic. You put yourself in a whole a whole another ball game, and it, and it's a fucked up one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hate. And that's what it is. But you know what is? For a long time when I was here, I didn't date anybody because after college, um, I was going through a little stress. What would I say? A Britney Spears moment. Two thousand. Po- remember Britney? What happened to Britney when she shaved her head? Was, right. What the, happened? It was with like the she umbrella. She was just going through a rough time. That is that pro. It's <laughs> that. It's not a midlife crisis. It's like that. That quarter life crisis. You're not even 25 yet, but you you feel me? Right. I, and I know that feeling. It's like especially when you first graduate college. You, you, I, you I, fucked I, up. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> damn. What do I do now? You're like, fuck. And I thought that way too. Like, and I your sense of meaning. You just kind of feel like. I don't even like what I graduated in. Sometimes you. Can we gonna get like back to that, that at the end. I'm gonna give you a good story about this, and but, it's gonna it's gonna make sense. But um, for a long time, I've always been. I mean, for me, it's kind of like I've I'm an only child. I grew up as an only child, so for me, I've been single like my whole so life. So you've been dolo. You've been single been like me. in the womb and in, in, in the right. crib. It's just always been so me. You're a, like you're a solo person. So it's. For me, I, I feel like for me to actually date somebody, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been in some uh, fuckboy situations and situationships, but it's always really been me. So mm-hmm. I kind of value my time a little bit more than I can't really get. Like right now, it's kind of like dating is. No, not even that. It's just kind of like I can't. It's a lot of foolishness with the dating these I days. See. You feel me? So you have to pick like you know sometimes you're gonna be a little lonely i i mean this is what i would say in new york especially it's harder because it's like everybody got their own agenda like everybody doing something everybody does something you can meet a thousand different people and they all do a thousand different things but it's like you got to find out who really down for you and who really got the same interest somebody could be so far away from you oh yeah and then it's like (laughs) is it even worth it 
that's crazy. But I actually, I told you at the party I went on a date, and it was like saying I did it because my friends say like, "Oh, you'll never go out." So I did it, and it was a fuck boy. <sighs> no, he wasn't a fuck boy, but it was really interesting. Like, you know how you could just tell when somebody just saying anything to say anything. Like, now I'm giving him his props because, you know, he tried, but it's like, bruh. Like, for instance, he was like, oh, you smell really good or whatever. And I was like, okay, thanks. Like, what? What? What, what do, do I smell like? <laughs> and you had you like all Guess I did was take a shower, my guy. Right, <laughs> right. That's dub. So you felt like he was just like so doing listen, the most. I asked him what I smell like. Just. Tell me, what would you say? Like, what's your go-to answer? Like, scent? I would say, like, make up some bullshit. Like, you smell like lavender. Whatever. Some right. bullshit. I would have I liked that more. This this fool said, you smell like product. <laughs> 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 what? what? I would have rather you said nothing at all. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> he got stuck. You I mean, feel he, he, tried. Me? he got stuck. You don't have to do that. Just be just be you and i feel like especially with social media like people just not really being themselves like they just kind of just being what they think Mm -hmm. they want you want them to be sometimes and like it's that's that's not it when you don't gotta go through that i mean i'll tell you this from a guy perspective it's like okay after college i was nagging for a little bit but then there was times where i'm like all right let me let me see what's out here but like the the opportunity is real slim so it's really like outside first of all don't go looking for shorties to like date out in the club like if you see a girl in a club yo no you only trying you club. know you're not even trying to wife it but don't even try to see her after that night you know what i mean like it, it shouldn't because right. it, it's, it's just it's just it's just like nobody's going to the club to get chose you know what i mean you got to know the spots too like even bars like don't go to a bar expecting wait, to find so shorties you wouldn't talk to a shorty in the bar, but would you talk to a girl? I would talk to her DM? at the bar, but I'm not gonna. So I, I, I'll go to both of them. So in, in terms of a bar, I'll talk to you, but if I'm talking to you in a bar, I'm not trying to like. I don't see myself doing anything long term. Yeah, like at most, I'm. I, I'll keep it five, and this why? is like going back to fuckboy Elijah, which is like maybe two years removed, maybe. But <laughs> why you? Why? Because it's like, what do you have to offer? I mean, maybe if you if you could say something and pitch something to yourself that you know. But do you feel like it's because this person's in the bar? You Maybe. It depends what you at the bar and how I approach <laughs> you and what you're wearing to the bar and who you with. Like, if you're in the bar and, like, just like we have fuck boys, there's fuck girls. If you're in the That's bar true. just trying to That's finesse true. a drink, I ain't trying to really get past yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like, you have nothing of value. It's obviously you ain't got no money and you really ain't got no concern for That's anything true. but yourself. So, it's already two reasons now I don't really want to talk to you. But um, I just look at it like, it depends on situations where I meet you. Like I said, if I meet you through a friend, I'm more likely to give you the time of day than if I was to meet you. Really? Yeah, it's just but one of those. But you don't feel like it's weird when somebody, sometimes a friend, like, introduces you to somebody? It depends. Like, it I depends. feel like, you know what I would say? It like, I, I was telling you, like, let's just say I have, like, a single friend right now, hypothetically speaking. may maybe true. And, like, <laughs> let's just say, like, this is beautiful new girl at my job not just trying to be like random this may be true but let's just say she's mad cool and i'm like yo you know what like she would be real good with you know when you so happy you want to see all your friends happy Mm -hmm. you just want everybody to be happy you want everybody to be living their best life you're like yo you know what she would be perfect i ain't mean to slam the table but she would be perfect with this guy like i'll set it up i feel like if it's based off that mutual like if it's based on that like genuine like concern for somebody else to be happy and it works out then that's fine but it can't be on some like yo yo 
she look good. You trying to hit this? Like I ain't, you know what I mean? That that then that, that's toxic. That's toxic. But you can't be trying to throw lives like that. Type of it be like that, but too. it can't both be. That means we both not friends. If we really friends, unless that's what they both want. Like if I know that's mm-hmm. what they both mutually want, then fine. But you can't kind of be trying to hook up one friend with the other, and one friend wants a relationship, and the other friend just no, looking for that's booty. Hot. That's that's then fuck you're boy the shit. Fuck boy you're the fuck friend. boy. You're the fuck boy. Middleman. And that's even worse than a right. fuck boy by himself. So like. It all depends how you meet with people. It depends. But, but, I mean, it's always hope because I see a lot of my guy friends, I mean, hypothetically speaking, the one I'm talking to, mm-hmm. and they treat their girlfriends like great. great. I see it. I look, yo, honestly, like, I ain't trying to cool. brag, humble brag, but yeah. That's cool. Yo, you, it, honestly, I'm trying to start a new trend where you just like yeah, but value you, you just the one you with. No, you t- it takes time. Like I'm pretty sure. But you know what it is though. I think people make it more harder than what it has to be because they they set up too many barriers in the beginning. So I was listening to something the other day. It was from this like relationship expert. He was saying the reason a lot of girls struggle to find men or any guys struggle to find women is because they. Not not only that they create unrealistic expectations, but it's almost like you trying to buy a Lamborghini with twenty thousand dollars. Like you know what I mean? So it's like some short shorties be like, "Yo, I'm five two, but I want this six foot, six two, six four guy." That's all nice, but what else do you bring to the table? Like you you have all these wants, but you can't want all of this and then bring only XL. You can't want a six two, six four, and be so specific, but then only make you know like ten thousand dollars a year you know what i mean or some bullshit salary and then you want this guy with a good paying job and you want a house and want a guy with a car but you don't drive you don't have a good job you don't have an education like, you know what i mean you can't you your expectations almost gotta like match what you bring into the table so it's like i was saying like that's the reason a lot of people don't get nowhere like you have a lot of like i be when you Oh my god! I hate listening on girls' conversations when they were their friends sometimes because it's really like so superficial. Sometimes I'll be like, "Yo, yeah, you need to get you don't don't mess with that short dude." Like me, like I'm I'm like five seven five eight, and they be short. He's like, "Yeah, don't mess with that short ass nigga." Like he's some bum ass short dude. Like go get you a six two dude. Meanwhile, you take the six two fuck boy, but the five eight little dude who by the, by the way you're only five two, so it's not like you're shorter than you're taller than me. You know what I mean? You 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 settle for the six two fuck boy, but you'll neglect the five eight little mm-hmm. dude. And I think that's the reason a lot of girls overlook. I don't think it's not it's not that it's not it's not that there's too many fuck boys in the world. It's that you are not noticing enough of the decent I guys. I feel like it's both. No no, there's a lot of fuck boys, but there's there, both. but there, you can't tell me you cannot honestly go to sleep telling me that there's ninety percent fuck boys and ten percent decent guys. Of all the people on earth, how many people do you, let's on just say, how many men do you think on this earth? earth? How many men do you think there's on this earth right now? Like, let's just say, say, say a certain number. How many men do you think there is in Brooklyn, like right now? Five million, right? Let's just say five million, right? You telling me, God, hey, I'm going to show you, I cannot find a guy. You telling me there's five million guys in Brooklyn. You say you hate. Let's say your age, let's say your age, let's say your age, um, let's say your age, um, criteria is like 25 to 30 there's 5 million 25 to 30 year old men in brooklyn you telling me you can't find one that ain't a no fuck boy. no yeah, yeah but yeah, that's what yeah, i'm yeah. saying but the reason the reason they always say they can't find it because they, they they have way too many it's almost like trying to look for something and you have a criteria it's almost like trying to google something and you like let's say you're looking for a shirt and you go on a on a let's say you go on all whatever website whatever the shirt has to be blue. The shirt has to be a muscle fit. The shirt has to be between fifty and eighty dollars. The shirt has to be no collar. The shirt has to be extra long. 
by the time you put all them search criteria, you narrow this shit down yeah. to one or zero results. I just think the reason a lot of people kind of have a hard time trying to find somebody to kind of date is because they almost want a perfect person off the rip instead of even trying to like find yeah. something that they have in common and then kind of try to like find out and maybe compromise. Like, all right, you'd be like, all right, she does this well, but maybe she don't make a good peanut butter and jelly. All right. I'm, some people may be willing to live with the fact that their girl can't make a good peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to make this sound sexist in any way. Some girls may be able to live with the fact that their guy isn't six feet or whatever. That's fine. You just need to find out. Like, you got to give people chances, and you can't be like, all right, you have to be perfect before you even approach me. That's just that's how I feel. That's true. It's just, well. I mean, what you got to say? I mean, it is. I mean, nobody, I don't feel like, well, me personally, I don't go in there with a criteria, but I do know people that do. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you just have to just be down with yourself. That's first and foremost, and I don't feel like anybody who who's out here, like, really trying to date somebody based off of. Looks. I mean, there'd yeah, be people, though, you'd be surprised. I mean, it is, but there'd those be are people the, those that have the numerical numbers assigned to themselves where they like, yeah, they think they're a nine, and they think they could get a ten. Like but people who's feel like, doing that? dude, it's people superficial like who's that where they feel like that? they can't date outside, or they can't. They feel like, oh, nah, he's hit, or they just think they're better than anybody. Like, oh, he's cute, but I need something better. I just be like, yo, that's why you single for the past 10, <laughs> 10 20 years. Like that's nobody really true. wants to mess with you. <laughs> you said that's why you're single for the past ten. 20 years. Man, it's just it's just bad. But like, you know what else it is too? Like people struggle with. And I struggle with, but it, I realize in New York, not even New York, but in general, like especially with our, like us millennials, everybody kind of got to be upfront in the beginning as to what they're looking for. Cause I feel like sometimes people be like, oh, like some people be like, yeah, I ain't really looking for a long term relationship. But meanwhile, somebody may be like they are, and then you kind of like don't keep it upfront what you're really looking for and what's the relationship's gonna be. Cause you kind of, I think people afraid. But maybe both sides, though, because I think you're just as much of a fuck girl if you don't say shit. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? It's one of those, like, if you if you talking and, let's say, y'all don't say nothing. Y'all don't have no title. Y'all don't have no, um, y'all just don't do nothing. Like, y'all hang out. Y'all smash. But y'all, don't, y'all don't really talk about the future. Y'all just kind of let it happen. Man. Y'all living in the right now. That's cool, but don't get your feelings hurt when he's like, yeah, I'm messing with five other girls. Or, like, yeah, I don't really don't see you much more than what this is. Like, I feel like off rip, like. I ain't going to say date one, date two, but maybe, but like, date three, like, like, you need to be like, yo, what's good? Like, this is what I want, or, like, yo, I'm not really trying to make this long term. Like, you need to keep it a beam. Yeah, but I feel like that's also, too, like, you just have to, if you're really going to date, especially right now, you just have to go into it with the right intentions. Like, you can't just go into it just for love's sake or... Just, you gotta just know what just you to, want. Just I mean, like everybody has different needs. You might just want you. somebody that you want to just go to movies with. There may be times where you're like, "Damn, I'm just lonely. I just want somebody to chill with." That's fine, but you gotta keep it a bean with them. Like, especially if you notice that they may want something else. Like, you just keep it a bean. Like, if you state your intentions off rip, the worst they could do is just be like, "I, right, I don't want to do this no more." And nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets upset. There's no damage, and then yeah. there's no like, "Oh, he's a monster." Like, but I feel like on both ends. That's on both ends. So that's a thing. People don't really it talk. It is fear because sometimes girls, I feel like two girls, like I don't know they if don't state. I, I don't know, if, but why is that? Like, are you guys afraid yeah, or something? It's, it's, sometimes it is afraid fear, of like, what though? Just rejection? No, no, that. 
okay, honestly, if you're afraid to ask somebody like what hey, it is, yeah, like if somebody really likes you, yeah. they're just gonna it's just gonna get done. It's no reason why we need to have this conversation. conversation. I mean, so you, you could know, think if, that, but if you're in a position where you mm-hmm. have to ask the person, then you kind of already know that that person doesn't want what you want. So but I I'll feel say like, this. I'll say but this. you keep doing it. I say it's this. Cool for I'll you say this. Everybody is different. Because everybody receive things differently. Some people receive things through, like, That's emotions. Some people receive reason. things through physical. So, like, at the same time, you can say, like, hey, it looks like like he treat me like a queen, do this. But he still may. Like, you know what I mean? It's like everybody may have different expectations. Some people might just be like, yo, that's what I do with girls that I hang out with. Meanwhile, other guys, you know, they just... They not gonna do that, and it, it's just a matter of, like you make you, you one person may perceive it as want. love, and one person may just perceive like yo, that's what you're supposed to do. So it's like nobody will be able to know it. Everything is an assumption until you say state what's actually happening. That's why I say you shouldn't assume everything, and it you should just be stated because assuming is bad because if if it's not what you assume. Then everybody but thinks you look stupid. Why is it okay? And I seen like a okay. meme or something about that where it's like. The dude was like, just because like I lay in bed with you every night, and mm-hmm. just because, you know, I buy you food and take mm-hmm. you out to dates every mm-hmm. day, and we celebrate anniversaries, mm-hmm. and I gave you my social security. I mean, he won it. See, you should have stopped I mean, it after the last satire, two things. Of course, yeah, it's but satire. I understand what I understand. But yeah. it's like that's really I mean, the first two things, real thing. But it, it, but like I said, if if you're going about that, and there's no titles, and there's nothing said, and there's no like. If there's nothing established, it's almost like you. Call, let's say you you walk into some office every day. You do work. <laughs> you know what I mean. Let's just say hypothetically, you you you. Let's say you go to Wall Street every day. You work. You do work there, but you don't work there. You're not employed by the company, and they just say, "Yo, what are you doing here?" And you say, "Where's my paycheck?" They're gonna be like, "We ain't hire you." Like it's almost like walking into a desk doing work and assuming to be paid for it when nobody hired you. Nobody mm-hmm. made you sign those things. Like That's so, true you gotta look too. at it like that. You can't be looking at it like assuming like yeah. If, if it, you do if it bleeds, it's meat. Like, yeah, no, no, it, no, no, you know no. what I mean? It may bleed and you not be like, you got to look at it like that. That's, that's all I'm <laughs> like, saying. Because as soon as you let, this is what anybody, as soon as you let somebody, I mean, if that's a boundary for you where you feel like, say, if I'm a girl and I feel like I can only like kick it with somebody every mm-hmm. day unless we're in a relationship and I start messing with a guy and I don't state that to him. It's just like, okay, like I'm kind of looking crazy right now because I know this is a boundary for me, but I'm let allowed. But everybody don't know that. It. It's, you you yeah, got to remember, though, when, they, when you invite that person into your life, they don't really know, unless they grew up with you, they don't know your whole life history and they don't really know everything about you. So it may be some things where some people may perceive that as more sacred than others. That's why I'm yeah, like, the keys just. Be just stated, yeah, you have to have a talk about it. That's just what it is. Like it's even like being a father. Like when you're a father, at some point you have to have that talk with your boy about sex. Like it's just part of it. If you don't have that talk with him, he'll never know what's okay. He might just genuinely think it's okay. He might not know what condoms are. He might just think it's okay to like you know do all those things. And then when he has a kid, he's gonna be like, nobody ever sat me down and had that talk with me. It's one of those like if you ain't gonna know something's wrong unless somebody tells you. That's a soft though. But alright, let's go into more in depth. So, like I said, let's let's use a good scenario. So, let's say you find somebody you're talking to, you you kick it with them. How do you keep that going successfully? How do you keep the relationship successful? How do you keep it from going stagnant? Let me. Let, what's your Wait, intake? You don't, you don't feel like if you just really into the person and It'll you guys work out share itself? a common interest, then 
I feel like that's just something that's natural. And I feel like, too, that's sometimes a problem. And, like, especially in New York, like, we all know. I'll give you a good <laughs> example. I, I feel like sometimes having too much in common with somebody is the worst. It's kind of corny. I've heard a lot of my girl friends say that they don't like girls that that they have too much in common You don't want to date yourself because yeah. I, I realize when you date yourself, you, you kind of hate yourself because you're like, damn, I'm annoying. It's one of those, like, so... I'll give you a good example. Like, me and my girl, we have a lot of things different about us. But we're very uh, similar about the way we act, almost. It's almost like we always want to think we're right. But the thing is, the difference between now and when we first started talking is I know that she's more headstrong than me. So sometimes I'll just be like, okay, you got it. Even though I know I'm right. And what I'll do is in the heat of the moment, I'll let you have it. But just know, like, a day later, I'm going to come back with factual evidence telling you why that ass is wrong. And then you could take the L, like, gracefully. And then that, that's it. Everybody's happy. There's no hard feelings. But it's all about just kind of what you have to learn is the compromise. Like, you got to learn Definitely. how to – everybody, nobody's going to be perfect where they agree with every single thing you do. But you got to be able to at least hear them out and then be like, all right. So, like, for, for example, let's say somebody doesn't like – let's say I have a tendency to always be a I told you so type of person. But, like, let's say my girl hates that. What's easier to do, like, just say, all right, this isn't going to work out, or just be like, all right. Even though it's something I'm very adept at doing, I'm very, it's part of my nature. If I, if me holding my tongue makes it less conflictive, then do it. But there's some people that are too prideful, they won't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's your take? What do you think you got to do to keep it successful long term? Definitely. Mm, yeah, you do not also balance balance yourself don't be consumed also no you have to be happy first before you even go you know i'm not saying settling for somebody you're not happy for like but like how do you keep it i mean like yo like you have to want to make that person happy you have to genuinely want to see that person yeah but it's not about like i ain't saying like you gotta always like avoid fight like i think fighting is good it's healthy like it's just a matter of, like, what are you fighting about? Sometimes you got to be able to step back and be like, all right, is this really is serious? Is this even Like, yeah, is it? Uh, uh, what am I fighting for? Like, I remember one time me and my shorty had a fight about, like, not an argument, but an argument about Meek. And I'm just like, yeah, nah, Meek is wrongly in prison, but, like, Meek was on some dumb shit. But she's like, nah, Wait, nah. y'all was arguing about Meek? Arguing about Meek, And yo. it got, it got heated, and it got to the point. Up. But you feel me? It just got to the point. And I'm like, you know what? You right. And then I'm like... And then it, it and and then sometimes you'll you'll be so headstrong about something, and I just think it's natural because guys and females just clash just naturally sometimes when they feel strong. But isn't it okay to sometimes just disagree? Say, I I agree to disagree with you. But like it's just in the moment sometimes you get so heated. But now looking back at it, I'll be like, yo, on the air, I'll say this on the record right now. Yeah, she was right. They did me dirty. You got it. But like you feel me, it took a year <laughs> Wait, for me what to you process that. I was just like, yo, Meek's been doing dumb shit. Like, you have to just know better. And he should know better. I stand by that. But the system's fucked up. That's the plain okay. and simple. Let's not, let, like, let's not escalate it past that. The system's fucked up. But, the like, sometimes you just got to understand it. Sometimes it's, it takes more to just, like, understand and then be willing to be wrong. I think that's the biggest that's thing. You got to be willing to be, to be wrong. wrong. I don't know. And just accept that that person is different from you, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, well. And, I mean, honestly, no relationship, especially to, I mean, in a relationship you're deciding to be with that person so this is what you decided mm-hmm. to do so just always remember that like when you're in that situation where you like you know what this 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 chick didn't ate the last piece <laughs> last piece of chicken <laughs> the last piece 
do I turn up or do I just do it for the love? But you know what? Like, but you know what? Though, like honestly, and I hate to keep coming back to this communication thing. The communication thing is everything. Like the one thing, like the one co- common recurrence I had with every fight I had, and this is with any girl I've ever talked to. It's like something will bother you, and then you won't bring it up until like fucking four weeks later or whenever it bothers you again. And I think the secret is to like maybe sometimes like maybe you should not bring it up in that moment, but you need to bring it up because it's one of those like I will not know I'm doing something wrong. But relationships too are forgiveness. And no, no, it's and about forgiveness, and what, and but it's annoying. But like, 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 let's just say you get, let's say like, let's just say hypothetically, a girl gets mad when I hang out with other females, and then I hang out with other females every so often, and you don't say anything about it. Why well, wait till I you said. explode? Because then I'm gonna perceive it as. Wow, you had this all built up. What else don't you like about? Do you even like me? Like, do you like? What else don't you fuck with? So it's one of those like, you have to let people know how you feel. Like as much as close as you could think you are with somebody, they're not a mind reader. No matter what, they may be dumb close to you, and they may understand almost everything about you, but nobody could physically read mind. So you gotta really. That's what I say. It's all about about knowing knowing yourself, what your boundaries are, and also communicating it to that person that you're dealing with, and also understanding and seeing if that person is even down with that because i mean i don't know some people i know a couple of like you ever just know that friend that has like that girlfriend that's like every time you hang out with them like they call in mad times yeah. and this is like we're in a, that person's in a relationship you're supposed to be able to trust me so it's yeah. kind of like why you why you pulling up on me it's just one of those like you shouldn't ever be over it should never be toxic where you feel like somebody controlling it should never get to the point where you feel like somebody controlling who you hang out with controlling what you do, how you live your life, like you know what I mean. Nice. That's one thing they have to. That's they, ownership. Yeah, they have to. Uh, they have to accept what your life is. Like I said, like let's say you, you don't like the fact that I uh, run every day after work, or you don't like the fact that I have to hang out with my boys at least once a month. If you can't accept that, then there's a problem, and that has to be established. You can't like either she. That's when I say you. You bring it up, and either she could say I I could live with it, or they can't. If you but can't live with it, then do? that's it. Yeah. So what do you do if you've been in a really good relationship for a for long like time, six years, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I don't want you to hang out with yeah, this friends? group of people." Like, you know, all the time. Like, then in that what case, what do you do? You gotta choose whoever you, you like more. Who do you like more? Your friends or your or your girl? That's what I would do. How? Nah, 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 nah. If it's a girl that I really like, first of all, I wouldn't like any girl that's yeah, like no, that. No, no, no. But if I had to choose between her and my friends. I'm there probably going to choose my friends. I'm not going to dead four friends for one girl. Yeah. That I'm, We're not married. <laughs> I'm not going to dub four friends for one girl cuz she don't like no my last name. Any yeah. Just you got to be a real, you got to be a real. Like I said, if you really about me, you're going to be you going to be down no, for everything with like, me and everything around me. You're going to support me. I feel like that too cuz it's like I don't even know people. You ever know people that are just be in relationships that is kind of like Going through the motion. It's, it's, it's toxic. But you don't want to seem like that hater. I never want to seem like a hater. And that's one thing. And I'll never give advice about your relationship. But I will notice it from afar. And I will I will take mental notes. But like I said, if it's toxic, it's on you. Only you can control that. And your friend, that's why I say the key thing is keep your friends up. But you got to know when it's not working out for yourself either. You know what I mean? Like if something is ever going south, if something I'm not going to let my, don't let your friends influence. You. I think that's the biggest key is that like keep something sustainable in, in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Keep your friends out. Your friends are the biggest devils for relationships. They're so like toxic. <laughs> it's just like, if they don't like what's going on, 
they they're not gonna prove it. Like, give give me like I don't know what you think. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, and you know what? I can't even lie because I've really been guilty of that. But that also comes with maturity too. Like you have to be really mature. And you have to honor your relationship and know that it's sacred to keep it up. Because, I mean, everybody gets mad and vents and stuff. But mm. you can't have your friends in the business so bad that yeah, you, you can't. Like, like you can't your, tell your friends, friends every is hating, is hating that And it should person. never be on some point where your friends know everything about your nah. relationship. It shouldn't be like, yo, we had this fight. Like, I feel like you, should, you need to learn what to keep in-house and what to keep out. Like, what you could share with your friends. Like, let's say you're like, yeah, we, we did this on one day. That's cool, but you don't got to tell them every move. You can't be like, oh, we fought about this. Oh, she she got this new job. Like, you don't need to tell them everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it needs to, I, like I said, the problem of uh, today's day and age is we put everything, everything on social media. Everything, everything. And it's like, isn't like for it every makes people. It's so for, yeah, easy to for, be in your business. Mm-hmm, and for every one person you think that supports you, there's probably like four people that's hating, plotting on, on your, your plotting on your, plotting on your failure. Praying on your downfall. Praying, and then they're going to be the first one in your shorty's DMs when shit goes. Hit the fan. Same thing with I'm telling you, yo. Stop. I'm telling you, yo. You would never understand how yo, yo people envy the shit people out of shit that they can't the have. DM, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that for a fact. People are crazy. You gotta you gotta just you gotta you just gotta do what's best for you. Like I said, make it work, but don't force anything. Don't ever feel like you have to be yo, in a relationship. Somebody was just saying that the other day. Like don't me. force it. It's no point in forcing it. If it's not working for you, it's just not working. It's all good. But don't force it. Definitely. Um, all right, let's talk about because we had this good combo. I felt like one day we had linked up, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, we need to like bring this up." This is the whole, and I'm, I'm I, this is the whole like the the real reality. If you're in college right now, this is gonna be a reality for a lot of you guys in a couple of weeks. Just get ready. One day you're gonna graduate, and you gotta move back home. home. A very small percentage of you guys, <laughs> like probably like zero point like five percent of you guys will have a job lined up and have enough money to just start renting right away for the other like 99.9 percent of you guys back at you're the going crib. back home with mommy and daddy or auntie <laughs> and uncle Stop. or grandma and granddad or your best case scenario is you live with your sister and or it's gonna get real um so remember all that freedom real. you had in college done i mean not nah, nah, right, not all you, of it not all of it and this is all subjective on your household i guess it is subjective because i mean for the most part like okay so i stay with my family Mm -hmm. (sighs) but um yeah um but we're all cool like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying this for the most part everybody does their part and it it, i mean i guess it's so because i live with my aunts and we all live under our grandfather's home and we're in the african household which is a whole nother conversation (laughs) but (laughs) for anybody who's african out there you know (laughs) what i'm talking about (laughs) but um yeah so i feel like it's not as bad but uh that family be the ones that test you the most oh yeah (laughs) it's just like it's hard it's It's hard. hard it's definitely because the hardest thing is is you're a grown adult living in another grown adult's home. And they may still look at you as a and kid somewhat. Right. And at the end of the day, it's not your crib. It's not your real. crib. <laughs> so you got to do. What they do. Yeah. You got to. It, like, it's not bad, though. It's because hard. It's, it's, been ha- it's been times where I'll be like, I'm glad I'm. No, no, no. I, I'll tell you. So I'll give you the pros and then I'm going to get to the cons. The pros right. is. 95% of the time, unless you're like me, 
you don't have to really pay to live in your own crib right. unless you're like me. Safety but, net. Yeah, so it's like you, you get a chance to save your money. Chances are, you know, a lot of you guys, you know, still trying to find jobs that you like. Especially in New York, hold up. We just need to talk about. Oh, no, no, no. Rent in New York. First of all. Cr- people right. are in toxic relationships right now <laughs> just to save on rent. And oh, I, no, no, I no. swear to God. Honestly, like, <laughs> I swear to God. That's, that's, that's the only thing that makes sense. That's a lot of people out here. But uh, so but this is a, this your logic though. You either gonna be broke, <laughs> or you gonna have roommates. But yeah. <laughs> but so the pros is like, all right, chances are you are gonna have somebody that could cook for you in the crib. Maybe maybe do like chores. They're gonna uh, like chances are they'll pay for rent and they won't ask you for like full rent. And more importantly, like you won't have to pay bills. You know, you don't have to pay cable. Maybe or maybe you'll split it, but you won't have to take on a full load of adult responsibilities, which is cool unless you're me. But uh, the cons, the cons are far and pl- not nah, they're, they're plenty. They're plenty. So like, <laughs> I think the first con is, and no this is the first thing I noticed. For real, for privacy real. is done. So chances are, whenever you left, co- if you moved out for college, when you go back home, whatever you left isn't what it was. So if you thought you had your room, then you might not have a room. Or not only that, or if this person didn't live with you, maybe this person lives with you now. It's <laughs> a whole different situation. Like for me, example, I live now with my grandma, my grandpa, my mom. My sister's in college right now, so it's not as bad as it can be. But when she come back, but then she what? Pull up when she, she about to pull to. up. She about to pull up, and school <laughs> ends in another couple of weeks. Oh, we about to it's have about a fiasco. To be crazy. I'm, I'm this. Cl- I'm about to move out soon. Yo, I'm telling me you. too. Moving I'm out, you. coming. I'm working to on it right now. I'm just looking you. for one more male roommate that that I know. If you're listening to this podcast, DM me. But <laughs> we're both looking for uh, roommates. But out uh, here. it's What's just up? tough. So, but like, so this is the biggest con. It's like if you're talking to any type of female or guy, yo. It's over, like, and it's not even about bringing them into the crib because my mom's cool enough to bring them into the crib. But if you think, if yeah. you're brave enough, because especially if you live in an apartment, if you're brave enough thinking you about to have sex in the crib, you bugging well, with people I live in the crib. With women, oh no, that's dumb. too. So it's like they're very judgmental. But honestly, I've never really been like. I mean, not to sound like that crazy dolo person again i feel like it's the only child thing i've never really tried to bring anybody to my house like that's Yo, just me I i've just, only done it once I and just, this is during my but not stage. because i'm scared because i can't because i definitely could but definitely no yo it's a scary you can't even pull up i, I can imagine you can't just yo, bring anybody i did it once thinking i had the free you thought <sighs> yo i got to the got crib em. i opened the door Everybody hey, who's there? that? Just moms, just moms. I'm like, fuck. Oh my and god. And I had some loose. I ain't gonna say skank, but I had a little Thadarari. little Thadiana, you know what I mean? From the Bronx, little Thadiana. Never again. Yeah. What? Yeah, I was, I was on what my part of shit. the Bronx? <sighs> Probably South Bronx. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bugging. I was bugging, You're yo. Bugging. But I needed it. I needed a slit. So like, you feel me? I bring it in the crib, and now it's like. It's like, yeah, right, let's you say you get the deed done. But even though mom's dips, mom's dips. But even though I get it done, then it's like, now you got to answer for your actions. Now it's who's that? Where's she from? What she do for a living? What 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 ethnicity? Well, yeah. You feel me? And then I got to answer for it. And, and if it's not your girl, then it almost just makes it look like, and I'm not going to claim her as my girl, God, God, good Lord. Like that, that'll even lower you even lower with moms. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now I need you. If you're going to be doing this now, you got to pay this. It's just too much. Like, like living with your parents, like trying to have a relationship while living at home is the toughest because you kind of feel some type of way because you like why am i in and that goes both ways it goes both ways because even the person you're talking to they're gonna want to meet them 
time. Like I remember one time, yo, this was maybe like six months ago, five months ago. I'm um I'm meeting my girl, and then my mom's like, oh, I'm gonna drive you. I'm like, um, okay. I'm like, yeah, you can drive me to the train station. Cool, no worries, no worries. She'll meet me at the train station. Mm-hmm. I get out the car. I'm like, ah, you can leave now. No, 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 I'm gonna stay. I'm like, yeah, oh I'm good. Oh my god. Your mom stays the I whole time, that. and it was the worst time. It was the worst situation because that same situation. All of a sudden, my, 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 my dad's calling from prison right now. And I got, like, the Bluetooth in my phone. So Ooh. now he calling. My shorty pulls up off the bus. My mom's there. I'm like, oh, that my God. This is a disaster. So and my mom's like, hey, nice. You know, embarrassing me and so shit. It's just terrible. And then, like, the funny thing is, and I bring this up, I meet my shorty's parents the other day. It's one of those, like, I come to pick her up. They're like, hey, you, come in here. Oh, no. Got to sit in the car. But they were mad cool, mad pleasant to talk to. But it's just one of those, it's like, damn. It's one it's of those, like, if always. you ain't live with your parents, you don't have to deal with that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so much. So it's hard to date. And even, like, let's say even in the beginning, because there's some people, like, people that live on their own aren't, le- they're almost less likely to talk to somebody that doesn't live on their own. You know what I mean? Mm. For whatever reason, they kind of look at it like, man, mm. I got to, li-. it, it, it depends. It's really it tough. Depends. Like, there's been mad times no, where. No, because I know a couple of people, like, I mean, for girls, I feel like it doesn't really matter because dudes will scoop well, it. Yeah, now, dudes will scoop it. Dudes will scoop it up. They was something in the Uber to y'all, it, Chris. It's, it's some girls out here homeless, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and they still about that action <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like it just be tough i feel like having a crib be, it, it just it just makes it easier like even just going out on a weekend it it's like i ain't nothing worse i hate than being about to face a bottle or something and then i get that no. text from my mom like you okay what oh like, well uh, i'll, I'll I put it down. It's totally different. Oh, nah. Me and my aunt be turning up nah, five o'clock bro. in the morning. First of all, but it is kind of. But it's like it's we're bad. so close. It's different she get though, real it's judgmental. Aunt, For me, it's my mom. Yeah. Anytime my mom, I, like last night, I, I went to a bar, but I didn't it's drink. Two aunts, I didn't drink because I have a track meet tomorrow, so I didn't drink. But you feel me? There's alcohol, so you, I may smell like a like a beer or something, but I didn't drink. My mom's yeah. like, "You been drinking?" And Ew. I'm like, and it's always that, like, "Yo, you been drinking?" Now you think right. I'm a junkie? I'm like, no. But oh. speaking of parents, it's just so embarrassing when you start dating and your mom calls you right before and she, "Well, who are you going out with? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Where are you?" They just want to be in a loop, and it's just one of those like. If you could get a little yeah. distance, like no funny, like I'm trying to move out before the end of the summer. Yo. And like I, I like my family. I I, I want to live in the same. I want to live. I want to live down the block from my mom. That's how I really. Live. I want to live down the block. Like, right. nah, I just don't want to get out your house. Like I would live in the same apartment as my mom if I could. Just I just want to be out you. your unit, just so I can have a little bit of freedom. I don't do what be. I want, and then just invite your friends over. It's just something about having your own it crib is. where you could kind of have like a treehouse and say, "Yo, link up on me." Now that's one thing I don't invite a lot of friends. But over. I, just, no, out just your of good respect. friends. But yeah, you don't want to invite your friends to your right. crib. Like I remember one time I invited my boy Andy to the crib, and then he had a bottle of like potato vodka, <laughs> and he opened it up. I said, "Nah, bro, not in the Wait. crib." I'm like, "Yo, I've never consumed the alcoholic beverage in this crib. It ain't gonna happen today." Like my mom will sniff it, and it's what? over. I'm like, bro. Speaking of me, Andy, <laughs> and my other friend Amanda, we all got drunk one night, <laughs> and we all slept on the like the same couch oh, i remember this is like two years ago or something like that no, it half, was like a just, year ago and we all slept in my crib we <laughs> were slumped see I, that would be <laughs> a dub like my mom would let me have my friends over and it was like one time where i had andy over and I, we keep bringing andy because he's such a fuck up but like he's <laughs> yakking in my crib and i'm like yo my mom walked into the room yo we both been pit out. Like, we, we sleeping in a car tonight. And I'm like, oh, yo, I'm just tired. Of, I, it's yeah. one of those where I'm like, damn, yo, I'm tired of having to have to struggle. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, so it's just like yourself. at some point, you got to really establish yourself and just and figure you out. Like, you got to know when it's like when what you want to do in life 
You it's feasible. You can't put your foot down in somebody else's that's his crib. Yeah, you can't like, dictate if it ain't your crib. That's what it really is. So, so what I'm saying it's though, it's hard. Yeah, I think the secret though. So you gotta you gotta have a plan. It just you just don't just move out one day after you've hit. You gotta nah. just have a plan. So like the first plan, get a job, secure the bag. And this is how we're going to slowly transition into the fun employment. So you got to look for a job. You got to find a job. And it can't be any job. It got to be a job with some some type of consistent check-in. Some substance. Because money, money ain't everything. No matter what, you can make as much money as you want in New York. It's never, you're never going to have enough money. The key is to just know how much money you're going to be making and know how what type of life you're going to be living. So let's say you one of those people, yo, I can't live in the hood. I got to live in Upper East Side. I got to live in... Uh, Soho, Lower East Side. I gotta live in Manhattan. One of those people. That's fine, but you gotta understand if you're gonna Which live in Manhattan, this is the type of lifestyle you're gonna live because you ain't make. If you're making this amount, if you're only making forty, forty-five, fifty thousand, fifty-five thousand, thirty-five thousand dollars a year, if you're living mm-hmm. in Manhattan, this is the lifestyle you're gonna be living. You're gonna be living a very eat at home every day. You're gonna Bye. eat very restricted. Bye. You're gonna eat very restricted meals. Ramen noodle. You're gonna eat very basic, and you're gonna have roommates. You may have more roommates than bedrooms. But if that's what you got to do, if that's what you have to do to live in that neighborhood. If you value living on your own more than saving money, then that's fine. And that's what that's where I'm at now. I'm at the point where it's not even about money no more. Money ain't going to give me happiness. I would be fine spending $800 to $1,000 a month to have my freedom. Yeah. But if I could spend a little less, that's fine. It's just one of those, like, I'd rather, I'd rather live on my own at this point. You got to value. What do you value more? Like, I know people that they live with their parents. They make good money. So they could buy Gucci this, but they live with their mom. What do you value? Having being Gucci all out, but living with your moms, Hell or no. being you know dr- dressing off the clearance rack, but you got your own independence and freedom. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up to the clearance rack. Regardless, I stay in a clearance rack, yo. Okay. I just bought some hundred twenty dollars no shoes for sixty dollars yesterday, and I ain't wearing them till my birthday. Them That's a joke. I was like, yo, it's a jokes, bet. And I bought the eight dollar cleansing wipes because I was like, bet, we up right now. Exactly. I was like, what? You just like like for me. You gotta just prioritize. You gotta prioritize. Like I said, the first thing you gotta do, the first plan is to find a job, right? Then you gotta determine. Then you gotta determine can you live with people? Because roommates ain't for everybody either. Like I have a lot of people. I I heard some terrible roommate stories, but you gotta know like. Am I able to room with? And then if you are able to room with, who are you able to room with? Like, and I, I did world. I would love to room with my college roommates. But my college roommates may want to live in a neighborhood where they we're going to spend more money than I would like to. And it's just not geographically feasible for me and my daily lifestyle. Whereas, you know, somebody that I may not know will be down for whatever because I don't know them. They just don't want to save money. They don't. They just want to save money on rent. So you kind of almost got to value. Is it worth living with randoms or is it not like? What do you what, what do you prefer? Would you live with somebody you ain't really know like that, or what's your criteria for My roommates? My criteria is um, clean. Uh, do you, you have to know them though, or not you really? You stay in your lane, and uh, you you reliable with the rent. So you prefer somebody that you don't really know. I would rather. I mean, it's just, it's just situational. Like if you're my friend, and I know yeah, that you're kind of dirty. On oh, the but low, yeah, okay. So you got to have a clean, this, random. Right, you know what I'm saying? And I know yeah. this, and I kind of don't want to express agree, that to I agree, you. I agree. Then I would rather save the friendship, and yeah. I would just room with I think somebody that's, else. I, that's a major thing you said because, like, right. sometimes I feel like you got to save the friendship. I'd rather save a friendship then bring you into a situation where I know we can't live together. Like, everybody's not meant to live together. And luckily in college, I had, like, 
I had like almost the same roommate every year, so it was cool. Like I was like, right, we good. But it's like maybe if I had had somebody else, I might have been like, shit. Yo, because I I've had um different type of roommates, and let me tell you, it was S- not. You could be really miserable. Not even that. You just have a roommate. Just that just lifestyle. Let's just talk about a funny story, Go right? Ahead. Like LIU track team story. We're not gonna name any names, but no if names. you're from LA, you know LIU, you and you ran on a track team, okay? I had a roommate that made a flipping YouTube video of her like dancing, like twerking, twerking, All the like ratchet, just imagine, and you just see your shit in the background, and you and just tight. like. <laughs> First of all, is that my shirt you're wearing? Oh, like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's yeah. happening here? <laughs> like, I, I, yo, that's OD. I, I feel like I you got to you gotta all be on the same page. It's almost like, all right, if we're going to be roommates, you got to be my room. You got to be the roommate that is, like, cool. Like, if we're all chill and we don't want people in the crib, then we got to both be on the same page. You can't have a roommate like, where one's like, yeah, too. I'm going to be in my room all day, but I want, but you could bring all people. Like, you got to all be on the same page. That is that's it's tough like for me right now i have one prospective roommate matt if you listening bro don't flake on me bro we find a third move out but it's, it gotta be on something where i know my biggest thing is you gotta have the rent and you gotta have a stable job i can't have somebody like if somebody's like yeah i sell cars and i don't have a fixed income then that's a little more iffy than someone that <laughs> says like yeah i i make 30 i'd rather you make twenty thousand dollars a year but I know you'll have the rent and say have somebody that says, yeah, I have potential of making 60, 80, but my base is like 10. Like, you know what I mean? You yeah. have to. Be, I need to know what's guaranteed because sometimes that's risky. Nobody want to be stuck covering all that. It's not a game. You, can, you can't even. I feel like that's not even funny, especially in New York. Oh, like, yeah. It's, I can't afford to. You cannot afford it. Yeah, it's just tough. Especially because off the rip, what you're paying, it's like, bro, nobody has You probably fronting almost a whole check on one month for rent. I just feel like, yeah, just make sure you're reliable. Like, I mean, and you're going to have to compromise. And then you got to, yeah, you got to compromise, too. Especially if you're a type of person who's on a budget. Yeah. Just know. But just got to, what you compromise on got to be acceptable. Exactly. But you you just got to know that this is New York and you're not really paying for what you get. Like, you're paying for the experience of living in in New New York. York. Exactly. So. Overpriced novelty. Just always remember that. And like I said, I just gonna keep it a buck. Like like I said, with any roommate, I'll be like, yo, like, yo, you have a girl, let me know. Like, is your girl gonna always be here? Are you cool with that? If you're not cool with that, then oh you gotta let me know. God, That's another thing because some people don't feel comfortable it. with that. But like, what is what's it to you? Like, it, it depends. Like, if I have a girl, it depends. Like, I feel like if she's in your in my room and she's not really bugging you, then yeah, it's yeah, cool. yeah. If but it's, you gotta understand, some people don't feel comfortable with that. Maybe. If you always in the room, girl, do your thing. But yeah, it just gotta be like it has to be on some. If you always in my page. fridge, we might have to talk. And then you mo, I mean, you gotta still be on because you might have the roommate that's always bringing the next person over, and you just like, damn. Ew, like, I don't like. And that. I don't like random people in my house, so that's the type of thing I am like. It's cool yeah. if you're gonna bring her home, but she gotta go. Like she can't spend the night. And if she spend the night, you gotta watch. Like I don't want shit missing. I don't want to have to be feeding a third person that's not. I don't want to have to hate you. If it's your girl, is one thing, but you know what I mean. That's just me. But man, the roommate shit is real. It's real. Living with your parents is real. It's real, but it's like you gotta find out which one is. is Yeah, you gotta find out. At some point, we all gotta move out. But you gotta find out when's your when's your cutoff and when you're ready and how you're gonna live that life. And first thing, like I said, find that job. Keep it real with yourself. Gotta find that job. (laughs) 
But yo, let's be talking about this. You always gotta find a job. Since we talking about this job, just talk about that fun employment, yo. So uh-huh. I, I was talking about this maybe like a month ago. Everybody that followed me on Instagram was like, yo, what's Elijah doing? You fun employed? They like, damn. Right. I never seen a kid so happy he got fired. I'm like, I didn't get fired. I, I quit my job. And they was like, why'd you quit your job? I was like, I found a new job. They were like, oh, you're lit. So like the secret, first thing I'm gonna say is, if you hate your job, no matter how much you hate it, don't quit until you find a new job. And that's what I did. I didn't hate my job, old job, by the way. I, I I liked it. It just wasn't going nowhere. You got to kind of figure out, like, how long should you be here? Like, if you're somewhere and it's there for two years and you're like, all right, this ain't going nowhere, get out. Check out of the play and say, all right, run a new play. And my new play was just to find a new job, so I found a new job. But the key thing is you got to realize when you find a new job, you get, like, maybe a week or two until you start a new job. That's going to be the only time you really have to have no responsibilities. You You know how good, like, like you had you, you had a brief period where you were unemployed. Like, how good is it to just kind of have like a moment? Well, see, where that's why I hit you up for the fun employment because I saw me and your experience was different. But you wasn't having fun. No, I was grinding hard trying to find, find a, a new job. job. But I think I so, wish I could have did it. I different. think what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta the key thing is organization. So you gotta allocate what you actually spending looking for, what time you actually spending looking for a job, and what time you just looking. You, what time you spend just to enjoy your best life because like if you spend like six months looking for a job and you ain't doing shit you wasting your life it's like you you live your best life like i'd rather like take a longer time to find a job than mentally fatigue yourself because sometimes you looking so hard that you be burnt out and you're like damn yeah, yo. no. and granted people with excuse always be like yo i'm too broke to do anything but like yo honestly during the middle of the week when you don't have a job that's when you could do the most free shit like and you just gotta have confidence confidence in yourself and your abilities because i know yeah. me like i had quit my job too but i didn't have another job lined up yeah. i just was like i just i did that with my I first my, my second job my first I job after college i literally couldn't do it not for another second no but, no i, I agree you but to. i mean if i would have just had more confidence in myself like knowing it only took me like three weeks to find a better mm-hmm. job but it's like if i just would have had a little bit more confidence i probably would have been balling and that's what's important important because it's like once you start working again mm-hmm. it's just a whole different feeling then you gotta like, learn new stuff and shit right when you in fun employment you feel all young 20 that's what i'm saying i was i was just like yo because you're never gonna get this time back unless you take vacation time and yeah, right. vacation time is limited and when you take vacation time you want to go somewhere you don't want to take vacation and then say i'm gonna do all of this like that's why i was like like you gotta take the advantage you gotta take advantage of it you have to you have to. going on to iphone seminars yeah yo Hello. so i'm gonna tell you so yeah iphone seminar like all right if you're unemployed and a lot of you listening to my podcast unemployed this is the first thing <laughs> it is no shot to y'all the first thing you should do if you have an iphone or any type of apple device go to their website they have mad classes literally you could sign up like i went on a photography class it was like a street photography class with like iphones literally like they teach you all the basics to get like great shots with an iphone and granted it's only like a two hour three hour class but it's 100 percent free 99 you probably yeah. spent like 600 700 800 dollars thousand dollars on your phone anyway so you might as well get your money's you gotta worth. go so it's like yo just go they have video making classes they have like you know what i mean and you people some people everybody think they know everything to like using like their products but there's always things you don't know and it's worth going like 
Just Especially in New York, like you do not have to do a lot to be like lit. Yeah, like, you like could just literally arrive on something that was just happening. There's so many daytime events that I like. Literally, you should. It, it's fun. I I just suggest everybody should do it. Definitely. Especially like, because yeah, this stuff is during the week and like yeah, there's so many things. Yeah, there's so many things sick. that are only during the day. Like the same way you have a job, there's people that have jobs during the daytime, and their job is to give you something for free. Like Ryan Secret, I went to live with Kelly and uh, Ryan. It used to be Kelly and Michael Strahan, but I went mm-hmm. and like yo, like there's mad people and there's mad tourists there, like you know visiting New York, and it's just mad fun. They're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like. Uh, I'm just chilling. Like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I just got a new job. Like, oh, great, You're having a good time. Happy and they're like, yo, you. this is genius. Like, th- and it's so it's such a, such a simple thing. People are like, wow, like having fun while you're unemployed, not like doing mundane mundane mm-hmm. tasks, like not sitting home watching TV. Like, you could watch TV any day. You could call in sick and watch TV. But when are you gonna have time to really like just go out and do this? Right. And like, I was like on a live TV show. It was just mad fun. I think like that same day I got out, I, and I was just being spontaneous. It was like. I got out the train. I'm like, oh, wow, there's mad people with University of Virginia sweaters. What's going on? Oh, there's a game at the Barclays Center? Fuck it. Where do I get tickets? Go on my phone. Tickets are cheap, $30. And things are in the middle of the week. Since everybody's working, everything is so much cheaper than it would yeah. be on the weekend. There's so much you could do during being unemployed. Like, don't think you don't have enough. Don't think you have to have money to have fun. You're just a subway right away. Yo, do it. <laughs> yo, like, I'm telling you, every day, just literally go on the internet, find out. On Time Out magazine, find out what's happening. Even parties, it'd you be can lit. Really go for free. I remember one, like even being broke, like yo, there's really so many broke, events. Yo, you could still go, like yeah, because a party on the middle of the week gonna be more likely to have free because you probably gonna have some artists maybe trying to like perform or you gonna have mad shit. But the cool thing about fun employment too is you meet mad different people. So like, let's say you really looking for a job too, you gonna network better doing shit during fun employment than you know yeah, reaching out to people on LinkedIn you. that you don't know. They They'll tell you. You'd be like, yo, what you do? And they'd be like, oh, I do this, blah, 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 blah. But they'd I'm be on. like, no, apply for this. Yeah, exact and thing. people be willing to help. You just got to, like, mingle. Like, I'm telling you, you'll network more better than going to events than going to these networking events where, they, like, everybody kind of superficial and everybody not really Generic. trying to help each other. Yeah, so, like, fun employment, yo. Like, I'm telling you, if you need, you need ideas, hit me up at on Twitter, Elijah R. Taylor. I'm telling you. I have a whole book. I'm write a book about have it. You like unemployed it's lit. and lit. And right. Because I was sick, and then you showed me the light. I'm nah, like, it's you just know what? it's just about going out. Like yo, there be Let so me many. Make my way even downtown. drinking. Like if you want to be an alcoholic, yo, there's so <laughs> many. Yo, I'm, I guarantee you, most bars will have specials, better specials during the week than they do on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, 100%. yeah, there is no 100%. specials. Not in the city. Not in the city. Yeah. Not in the city. Like like if you really want to go out, like I'm telling you. And even, like, let's say you want to get out the city, like, bus tickets, plane tickets, all that shit is cheap, yo. Not mm-hmm. cheap, but it's cheaper then than it would be during the, the during the year. I'm telling you. like Even, yeah, I would do, like, day trips when I was employed, and I would just go to Philly. Yeah. Philly is only, like, I mean, uh, well, like I'm, two hours. I'm really roughing it, but I would take the China bus. Don't judge do me. You, but, yo, like, right, yo, do you. It was only $16 for round trip. I'm telling you, it, Philly it's fun. Is dope. You gotta, you gotta really just, you gotta just live your best life. That's that's the key to this. Live your best. Life. That's the key to being a successful adult. Is live your best life. Yeah, nah. And at like, all time. stop worrying about, stop worrying about where you what should other be. What people doing? Yeah, nah. I'm about to. Not even what other. people I need you to record this part because I'm about to. I'm about to. Wait. For, for all you homies that's about to graduate college, 
or whatever, your professional program, whatever you're going to do, I'm going to let y'all know right now. There's no set A to B guideline to success. Like When you come out of college, more than likely, you probably will not have a job. You probably will end up living with your moms. That's okay. Every, some people won't. Some people will. The key is to not get discouraged. Stop looking. You got to have tunnel vision. Stop looking at what everybody else do. Because there's going to be some people that's going to be able to find jobs right away just because of the field they in. The nurses and shit, they're going to find nurses because we always need more nurses. The accountants, they always going to find jobs because we always need accountants. You may not have had a degree in something linear, but, like, don't be focusing on everything that everybody else is doing. Like, focus on you. If you ain't got the answers, get the answers. If you ain't got the skills, get the skills. Like, I, I always see people say, like, oh, I don't have enough. They, I can't get experience. Nobody going to hire me, but I need experience to get a job. There's ways around that shit. Whether you got to, like, temp jobs that you got. If you got to take a temp job that you don't really like just to get experience, do it. If you got to take internships to get experience, do it. If you got to volunteer, even though nobody going to volunteer, and nobody got time for that. But if, if you if you got rich parents, volunteer, fuck it. But don't be making that excuse, oh, nobody going to give me a chance. Because somebody will give you a chance, but you got to get, you got to make yourself, you got to almost make yourself uh, desirable. Because like I said, I looked at it from the outside. Like nobody, you don't, just being recently hired at a new job, you don't want to hire somebody that don't know what they're doing. So that's what I'm saying. If you ain't get the skills, if you ain't got the skills, get it. And you get it, just apply yourself. That's all. And that, <laughs> but, but yeah, let's wrap this up. This is real. I have fun. We're gonna do this yeah, again one this day. This was my first time doing this. Welcome to the pod. I honestly, was, I was glad you asked. You know, we've been here for like an hour and change. Oh my god, that's how like I I, all my good podcasts they always go by done fast. And I'm like, damn, we really sat here for really hour. OD. It's like an hour and like change. But oh, good. So I hope this is really a good one. Nah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, yo. You want to shout out your Instagram while you're out here? Get your follow. Nah, not really. Now nah, you, you got to follow your gram. You don't nah, to. you don't have to follow my gram. Don't follow her gram, but follow not my yet. gram. Follow E's gram. Follow me, Elijah Artel. Tell your friends to subscribe. Subscribe, yo. Shout outs for coming. Appreciate you coming out. I really appreciate it. And this it. is cool. Like, and yo, honestly, you know what I like about podcasts and just in general and just like me being a person? I like being able to just talk to somebody I ain't talked to in that long and we could just vibe and it's lit. And it's like, it's just good. That's how, that's what you got to do, yo. Just, just, just do talk. Do what you want to do. Talk your too. life out. Live your best life. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. But yo, it's been real. It's going to be a good weekend for you. What's the plans? Nothing? No, look at the rain. Oh, it's going to be nice tomorrow. I am supposed to go out to a, a day party tomorrow. So you might We're going to link up. We're going to link up for day party season. If not next oh, week, week after that. Crazy. It's going to get warmer. We're going to link up. It's a wrap. But yo, if you ain't do so, follow, subscribe on iTunes, the Elijah Taylor Podcast. Your host and your boy, Elijah Taylor, checking out. Thank y'all for listening. Take care. Have a good weekend or good whenever y'all listen to this. Peace.